I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Rick Kent on the line. He is the owner and principal over at Merit Financial Advisors. Uh, Rick, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at um, Merit Financial Advisors and also your wellness program you're working with employers with. Um, But before we do that, uh, let's just get started with your background a bit. How did you get started as an entrepreneur, Rick? Yeah, so I guess it started at a very early age, Adam. Uh, When I was in college, I was exploring different careers and just, you know, was trying to figure out what what would be my best path. And it's kind of funny, but uh, I was talking to, I I was in a biology class and was considering actually marine biology at the time when I was Mm. in college. And when I, I have to say, everybody's different and their motivations are different, but I had a, a, a long conversation with the professor one day and when I found out what he was making in the Ph.D. and how much time it took to become a Ph.D., I thought, you know, maybe I'll change career paths. And so it really it was it was different for me because I just had uh, – I, I just really felt like that I, I wanted to uh, accomplish more as far as earning power and things like that. And that's really when I made a decision that, I, you know, I really wanted to be an entrepreneur. I, I wanted to work on my own. And I can I can remember thinking, Adam, that I thought, you know, I don't know if people, I don't know if, if people, or somebody else is going to pay me what I really want to make. So I think I'm going to need to become an entrepreneur. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I mean, it's great advice. And it, and that's, uh, I was great foresight on your part to realize that at an early age, not everybody always does, right? Um, right. Get a little bit further along in their career and think, wait a minute. Um, and, but again, different paths for everyone. Um, but that being said, so obviously you're many years into your entrepreneurial career. Um, you've done a lot of things. Um, and, you know, hindsight being 2020, if you could go back and give uh, that Rick that's just getting started a little bit of advice, what would you tell him? Yes, that, that's a great question, Adam. First of all, I would really ask, you know, that young Rick or anybody who's starting off in their career, you know, what what do you feel like you've gotten to know yourself over the years? You're getting hopefully getting to know yourself more. What is it that you're really passionate about? What do you really love doing? What do you think some of your natural ability is? You know, things that come natural for you, and really think about pursuing a career with after those things, whatever whatever that is. Um, you know, and so I, I would really strongly encourage people to do that. I would also um, say to somebody starting off in a career. Uh, you know, career can be extremely fulfilling, and you know, today, uh, uh, you know, I, I love what I do, and I don't consider it work at all. I, given a free day, I'd come do what I'm doing right now, and so I would really encourage people to, when they think about their careers or think about their uh, career path, to pr- pursue something that they can, they get a lot of enjoyment out of. And for some people, it's about how many people they can help. How, what kind of impact can they have uh, on so, on different people? And give that a lot of thought and pursue that unique ability that's inside of that person to, to, to seek out a career. 
I think that's a great uh, great advice, but also a great transition. So let's talk about what you're doing now. Um, talk a little bit more about Merit Financial Advisors. So what kind of clients are you helping and what are you helping them with? Yeah, so we started off in a niche market, a, a financial advisory firm, where we're helping individuals. So, so we're not giving advice to um, uh, corporations so much. Um, it's really more individuals and those individuals needing help right where they are. So we we meet a lot of people where they're mid and right maybe in the mid part of their life or the accumulation phase of their life and they need to have a path and a plan to get on to save for their future. Uh, we also talk to a lot of people that are pre-retirees, uh, so they're moving into a different phase of their life or now they're they can see that retirement is in sight. Uh, they may be five years, six years, seven years away from it. And some of the changes they need to now navigate and, and start making, start thinking about uh, for retirement. And then, of course, then we also deal with people that are have made that transition and they're in retirement and they need to have a stable income to last them the rest of their life. Any any kind of trends you're noticing in really these three groups and and um, and what they're doing in terms of financial planning or what they should be doing? Well, I would say the, the different generations are they're looking at things differently, and um, unfortunately for the baby boomers, I think they they kind of got caught in a situation where 40 years ago a lot of companies offered pensions. And then when the 401k became popular in the 198 early 1980s, it was the, really the responsibility of the individual to save for their retirement outside of Social Security. And for a lot of the baby boomers, we're, it's, we're seeing that they really haven't saved enough. And so it's pretty challenging for them to, to retire when they want to. We see a lot of baby boomers working beyond retirement. Uh, or, or they're retiring from their main job, but they're having to go back and get a second job somewhere. So we're seeing that trend. Um, with the millennials, uh, we're, a lot of them are beginning to save and are beginning to understand, uh, but they're not quite sure exactly how much they should save. And a lot of times they'll just go with the company match. Whatever the company match is, they'll just put that amount of money in. Like that was the the amount that they were supposed to save. And of course, it doesn't work that way. Uh, you have to figure out how much you're going to need when you retire and how much you're going to need to have a lifetime worth of income. And of course, the age of retirement and all that is a factor. Uh, but we'd love, we'd love to see more of the um, millennials taking the time to figure out what they need and, and plan accordingly. Uh, definitely great advice. Um, what about uh, how do you how do you feel about the like uh, trends in fintech and what's going on? I mean, uh, to me, there's a lot of lot of great exciting things uh, going on that are make it easier and and more efficient for people in your business, for example, to you know manage their clients and help them out and create those financial plans. Um, any comments on that? Oh, it's it's amazing. We've never had <laughs> so many tools available to us today. And of course, new new technology coming out all the time. So there's an um, enormous amount of, of of technology that that can help us plan today. I'm thinking about uh, you know ways today we can aggregate all of our accounts. Uh, there's different programs out there that basically all the financial institutions that we're dealing with can be aggregated under uh, in one spot in one portal. 
uh, when it comes to budgeting, you know, I think about the ways that I had to budget or help people with budgets. And, you know, they used to get out a, a pen and paper and, and write things down and how much they were going to spend. Today, it's you, you have software that actually tracks all your spending for you. And they, they'll tell you in, in a second how, where you're spend, how much you're spending on housing, how much you're spending on dining out, uh, things like that. So it's, it's a lot easier today for budgeting and managing your money because of all the fintech that's out there. That's great. Um, now, I think you mentioned to me that you're doing something along the lines of uh, corporate wellness. you want to speak on that? Yeah, yeah. So one thing that we're very, very <clears throat> excited about, Adam, is that what we're seeing is that participants, employees of companies really need help. And we really encourage companies to take a parental role to help their employees. I mentioned earlier that 40 years ago, most companies offered a pension. Today, they don't. So without that pension, there's other ways that the companies can help their employees. And uh, so many companies now are interested in doing that because it, uh, there's a lot of stress in the workplace, and the number one cause of stress is financial. Uh, and em- employers can do a lot to relieve this stress. They can do a lot to put their employees on a path for success. And the conversations we're having with corporations, more and more of those companies are interested in doing just that. You know, when you think about uh, there's a large number of people that are struggling with debt, they're never going to go to their employer and say, I'm struggling with debt. But if the employer will work with an outside group who can deal with that, it makes a huge difference. Uh, you think about the, you know, the time, waste of time spent. If somebody who's in debt, think about their state of mind and how productive they really are. If they can begin getting help in that area, how much more productive and how much more happier they would be. Well, companies through through wellness through a good authentic wellness program can address issues like that. There's there's so many more. There's absenteeism. There's people need, needing to be educated that you know their 401k should not be an ATM machine where they go and pull money out when they need it because they're going to need that money in the future. Uh, there's delayed retirement. There's so many issues that can be dealt with with an authentic financial wellness program. And so we love working with corporations and helping them understand for fraction of a cost, a very fraction fractional amount of money what they can do to, to help their employees. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, Rick, if somebody wants more information about uh, Merit Financial Advisors, what's the best way for them to follow up? Well, certainly the website, Merit fa.com and merit spelled m-e-r-i-t and fa like financial advisor.com and then uh, connect with me on linkedin rick kent at linkedin oh that's great um well hey rick just want to thank you for coming on the show today and uh sharing your tips and also your background um that being said to the to the listeners as always thank you for tuning in don't forget to subscribe to the podcast give me a review uh, do all those great things we do to uh support our podcasters i really appreciate it And Rick, thanks again for coming on the show.